So the Torah says, Vayavo b'nei Yisrael kol ha'edam midbar tzin b'chodesh harishon, vayeshev ha'am b'kadesh, v'tamas sham Miriam v'tikaver sham. So b'nei Yisrael come to Kadesh, Miriam dies, and she's buried there. Velo hayamayim la'eda v'yikahalu al Mosheva al Aharon, and there was no water. And so Bnei Yisrael came and gathered on Moshe and Aaron. And so Rashi says on this, mm-hmm. The whole 40 years leading up to this, they had the Be'er, this well that would give them fresh water in the Schus of Miriam. And when she died, that 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 well dried up. They didn't have that anymore. So they come to Moshe and Aaron, and they fight with Moshe, and they say, If only we had perished with our brothers before Hashem. Why did you bring Hashem's people to this desert, to die here, us and our, our animals? Why did you bring us up from Mitzrayim to bring us to this bad place? This is not a place of grain and figs and wine and pomegranates. There isn't even water here. So then Moshe and Aaron go and they, they daven. And Hashem tells Moshe to take the stick. So on Lomakom Zero to Eina Vigomer, you know, they're complaining. They said, you know, why did you bring us out of Mitzrayim to this place? You know, there's no grain, there's no figs, there's no wine, there's no water. So the Nitziv says, Hapele, Hineza Arbaim Shana Holchimba Mibar Hagadol, Visavlu Blishum Tiromos. For 40 years, they didn't complain in the, in the Mibar. Now suddenly, why are they complaining? They didn't complain. Vihivinu Kilo Zehu Tachlis Nisiasam Ad Boam El Eretz Nosheves. Like, what does it mean for them to be in the Midbar and saying, this is not a makot, like a place of pomegranates and wine and water? They know they're on the way. Like, it's a weird complaint to have. The whole time they, they were in the Midbar, they understood they're on the way. What happened here? For most of the trip, in the end of this is the last year of their travels from Mitzrayim, the whole derech from Mitzrayim to Eretz Yisrael. And we know that the whole point of Bamidbar of the book, the Nitzvah said before, is to go from being in this, you know, miraculous existence where Hashem is right before you, right in front of you, doing these miracles for you, into the derech hateva, the natural way of being. The atah hayu omdim likanes la Eretz Yisrael ulihisnaheg bahalichus hateva tachas hashgachas Hashem. They're in this transitional period where they're transitioning from the miraculous existence where Hashem takes them through the Midbar and is with them all the time into the way of being that is halichos hateva, the natural way, tachas hashkachas Hashem. You have hashkacha, but you are in a natural existence. You are living with nature in the natural world. Alken hisnahega kadosh baruchu imam b'shanazo b'derech hamimutsa. 
in this last year before they were going into Eretz Yisrael, Hashem split the difference and was being with them on the average, somewhere between the miraculous existence and the Derech HaTeva. When you're trying to wean a child from breast milk, you start to give them a little bit of bread, even though you're still breastfeeding, to teach them what is to come to get them used to the idea of what is to come. It's very hard to change your life on a dime, just like that in one instance. That's how Hashem tried to wean them off of miracles. To get them used to what it's like to live in the natural way of being. And what to do in the natural way of being when things don't go their way, when there's no rain, when they're being punished, when things are not going right, what to do? And Moshe won't be there anymore to help them just by davening and just by asking for something. The Be'er stopped and, and B'nai Israel immediately understood. It wasn't a punishment. It was because this was a learning opportunity. Hashem is trying to teach them how to stand on their own two feet. He's trying to teach them how to have that self-esteem to exist outside of the miraculous order and to be in the natural order of things where they are responsible, where they have the ability to impact what happens next and what happens to them. So what's the Nitzv's answer to this question? Why are they complaining about what it's like in the Midbar? Why did they complain to Moshe? Why did you take us up out of Mitzrayim to bring us to this bad place? And this is really, really beautiful. (laughs) The Nitziv says, You shouldn't have taken us out from Mitzrayim in this this miraculous way, and then abandoned us to the natural way of existence. Why did they say, why did you bring us up from Eretz Mishraim instead of why did you take us out? He says, why did you bring us up out of Mitzrayim? 
Why did you make us Why did you make us people who will be on the madrega of being ra'oi, of being worthy of hashgacha pratit? So again, what we're seeing here is this idea that there's something lesser about existing in this direct relationship with Hashem where everything is done in this miraculous way. And that they needed to come out of that lesser being and raised up to the myla of existing with hashgacha pratit, the myla of existing, the worthiness of existing where you play an active role in your fate, where you have this active relationship with Hashem because he's not right there in your midst making everything happen right at the same time through this miraculous way. Why did you insist that we should rise up and become Anshe Myla, become people who are worthy of this Hashgacha practice? You should have left us in that lower state. We can't handle it. Where is this water? We don't have the self-esteem to enter the land. We're still slave mentality. It's so deep. I mean, it's just so amazing how the Nitzv came up with this. They had this crisis in self-esteem. Why did you raise us out of Mitzrayim spiritually? It's just amazing. And by spiritually, he means, why did you believe that we were we would be able to do this, to live in the natural world and demand from Hashem, say, we're going to be Ra'oi, we're going to be worthy of it. It's just incredible. And Hashem immediately understood what was happening here and that this was a crisis of self-esteem that they were going through. And so he tells Moshe, take your staff, gather the people, you and Aaron, your brother, and speak to the rock before them, and it will start to give the water. So how, what does the Nitziv say? So, doesn't mean speak with the rock, talk to the rock, and command the rock to give water. A rock can't hear anything. A rock doesn't know what you're talking about. What the Nitziv is doing here, he does this a lot. When he says, he means next to, next to the Sela. It wasn't, he did, the rock didn't stop giving water because this was a stop, end of, of the nace. To get them used to the natural way of things. And by the way, this is so amazing because to the Nitziv, the natural way of things is not like nature without Hashem. The Derech HaTeva is you ask Hashem and He gives it. Like the natural way of things is you're in communication with Hashem, not you're abandoned to your own devices. Why did Hashem stop the Be'er? He wanted to teach them what is going to happen in the future. That when there is some sort of avonador, when there is some sort of spiritual lacking in the entire community, everybody gathers together. 
וראש העם אומר דברים כבושים, ואחר כן מתפללים בציבור, כמבואר במסכת תניס. Everybody gathers together, the גודל הדור says inspiring amazing things, and everybody דאבנס together and דאבנס and דאבנס. ורצה הקדוש ברוך הוא, שר משה ואהרון ילמדו את העם האח יעשו לדורוס בארץ ישראל. This was a teaching moment. Hashem wanted Moshe and Aaron to show up and teach B'nai Israel and say, look, this is going to happen in the future. I'm still here, Hashem's still here, we're all still here. But we're in the process of weaning ourselves from the Nais and weaning ourselves onto Derech HaTeva, which means we have to learn how to ask for what we need, because that is going to come up. This was a teaching moment. ויאמינו שגם בלי כוח ועוז של משה אפשר לפעול בתפילת רבים. Even without משה, השם wanted בני ישראל to see themselves create the destiny that they were seeking, the relationship with השם. על כן סיבה השם להקל עדה על הסלע. That's why Hashem commanded them to bring all the people to the rock. The Shekhinah was there, was waiting for this amazing, amazing teaching moment. And Moshe and Aaron will be able to give this amazing drush and this amazing speech about halacha and musar. Everybody was going to start davening. And then everybody would daven next to the rock, and then the water would start to flow. That was the plan. That was what Hashem was going for. But Hashem also planned ahead. <laughs> He told him to bring the stick just in case. <laughs> Because the truth is, it doesn't always happen. The tefillah doesn't always reach the heights. The halach is not always as good as it's supposed to be. And if that doesn't happen, Hashem had no intention of leaving them without water. He told him, just, just take the, the, the stick just in case. So Hashem had this whole plan about, again, what we talked about before, meeting B'nai Israel where we were, seeing this crisis of self-esteem that they could take on this role that Moshe had, had been assuming with their tefillahs coming forward. And Hashem said, I know how to do this. We have to step up and, and have an example of what this will look like in the future when there is a crisis and they can do it. You have to teach them that they can do it. The problem is, is that Moshe got very angry because he was angry at their lack of emuna. And so when he arrives at the Sela, Vayakilu Moshe Varonas HaKahal El Pnei HaSela, Vayomer Lam Shimuna HaMorim Hamin HaSela Hazen Otsila Chemayim. Are we going to bring water from this rock? Vayar Moshe Asiado, and he raises his hand, and in this heartbreaking moment, Vayach Es HaSela B'Mateo Pa'amayim, he hits the rock twice. Vayitzu Mayim Rabin V'Tesh Ta'ede O'Biram. And then it Siv says, Hamin HaSela Hazen Otsila Chemayim, Lo 
ואילו לא קלקלת מעשיכם לא היה נפסק טבעו, ואתה קלקלת מעשיכם וקיפחתם פרנסתכם. משה was very upset that בני ישראל had stopped to believe in the, in the נס, that they were already somewhere in this liminal space, and he believed it was their fault that the, that the bear stopped completely. And as a result, he spoke to them in these angry words, ואמר משה דברים אלו בכעס, עד שנעלמה ממנו הלכה ברורה להגיד לרבים. Until the halakha brura, the lesson he was supposed to teach them that was going to evoke this amazing moment of tefillah, it, it left him. He was so angry. He lost his ability to give this clear lesson. He lost his ability to give this clear lesson. He couldn't give the halacha brura. When he saw that he couldn't get into that mindset to give the halacha brura that would have evoked this amazing tefillah, he went for the second option. He thought, I guess I need to use the nace, I need to use the stick and make this nace happen. And what the Nitziv says is, that was the mistake. Um, when Hashem says, Vayomar Hashem ha-Moshe ve'l-Aron, Ya'an lo he'emante bi lahaktisheni le'enei b'nei Yisrael, because you did not believe in me to make me sanctified in b'nei Yisrael, l'chein lo saviu es kahal hazeh el ha'aretz asher nasati l'chem, therefore you will not bring the people into the land. And Nitziv says, lahaktisheni le'enei b'nei Yisrael, ilu hayu omdi Moshe ve'l-Aron b'tfilah, they deprived B'nai Yisrael of the ability for the first time in their lives to create the Nes through Derech HaTeva, to become the masters of their destiny, to, to see in themselves and build up that self-esteem, that spirituality that shows that they are free men, that they are no longer slaves, that they are ready to come into the promised land. Moshe made a miracle happen. And he changed nature. That was not what Hashem wanted for this moment. And, and this is really why Moshe could not take them into Eretz Yisrael, because in this was the moment for him to prove to them that they no longer needed the Nisim, and they no longer needed him with the stick making those Nisim, that they had the power to do it themselves. And because he couldn't do that, he came to represent the miracle, the nace, the miraculous way of being in the Midbar. And he couldn't pass over. It was not even a punishment. He could not pass over because he couldn't let go of that role of that miraculous way of being and allow them to 
to make their own mistakes, but also to bring things back together and to, to see themselves as free men. It's, I just thought it was such a beautiful, amazing Nitsev on this story we think we know so well, but such a deep, amazing way. Safta's Neshama should have an Aliyah. And thank you, everybody, for coming. Have a great July 4th.